Hello everyone and welcome back. I'm your host Patrick Craig and you're listening to the African Innovation Show brought to you by Africa Arena. Beautiful people and welcome to today. It is a beautiful day in Dakar and right now I'm standing in the foyer of the Radisson Sea Plaza Hotel overlooking the magnificent bay as we welcome the delegates, speakers and startups for this year's Africa Arena West African Summit. Throughout the conference over the next three days, I will be chatting to as many stakeholders as possible to share with you as much insight as we can on what exactly is happening on the ground in this exciting tech ecosystem. So be sure to check out all the micro episodes from this West African Summit series so that you can understand the many perspectives and ideas, lessons and learnings coming out of this magnificent region. First up guys, a massive thank you must go out to all of our sponsors and partners for making this West African Summit happen. To DER, La Delegation Générale, à l'Entrepreneuriat Rapide, the International Trade Center, the French Embassy in Senegal, Amazon Web Services always stepping up, Orange Ventures, and then all of our greater partner network for making this summit happen. If it wasn't for each and every single role player in this whole journey, we would not be here today. So we wanted to say a massive thank you to each and every one of them. Right, so without further ado, guys, we have a whole bunch of awesome interviews lined up for you. So let's get stuck in, shall we? Guys, welcome. We're sitting with Babu Kanje from uh, Outpost Media, yeah. all the way from Gambia. That's right. How's it going, my man? Oh, doing great. How was your Africa Arena experience? It was amazing because as a startup, this is my first time actually going out to raise funds. So really? Outpost has been privately funded since inception last year, 2020. Okay. And it's a new experience understanding what investors want. And sure. Africa Arena allowed us to connect with investors to really know to what level we need to build our startup sure. from ground up. Sure. Yeah. And um, how's your whole experience been here? It's been good. Been being able to coming from Gambia with a small population, I had yeah. the opportunity to meet with other entrepreneurs in uh, other African countries yeah. who have probably five times or ten times more population than Gambia. So it made me understand how I should strategize scaling up across okay. other African countries, not just. Anglophone countries, Gambia being one, sure. but also tapping into the Francophone market as well. And um, for, for entrepreneurs, obviously, sometimes you know, going from idea into fruition is a challenge. You guys self-funded. Talk about some of the experiences, les shares, or learnings that you had in going from idea to actual business. That's right. So Artboost actually started accidentally on a break after my bachelor's. So I wanted to go do master's degree back in the UK again. But I came back and then started this by accident. I just wanted to try out the market and see how the advertising market looked like. And being able to introduce something new to the market in the advertising space, combining measurability and bringing in uh, impact-driven mediums, like mm -hmm. the taxi advertising, which we're doing now, yeah. it has been good for us, for a start, to know more about how the advertising market works and what customers really want. Sure. So this allowed us to build better products that we are looking to raise funds to execute from now on. And for those who don't know what Outboost Media do, like how are you guys changing the game? Like what, what's, what's so awesome about you? So if you really look at advertising companies in, the, in Africa, yeah. I'm gonna say, no one really collects data um, on out-of-home campaigns. Yeah. These are billboards on the roadside. Sure. So there's no targeting because there's no data behind that and decision-making for marketing managers. So when we, come, when we came in the game, we wanted to change that. We wanted marketing managers to stop being campaign managers, but marketing strategists, yeah. using data to make decisions that would 
be beneficial for the brand. So what data do you do you give them? So basically, right now we have the taxi advertising. Yeah. We're able to um, tell our clients through a cloud-based dashboard how many people see their campaigns during a period of time. And through interactions via QR code in the taxis, passengers are able to interact with the brand messages when they're sitting in the taxi going to work or to school. So this allows the passenger to have a deeper understanding of that brand, unlike a billboard which you just pass by and you don't really know probably what that product does. So we kind of um, bring in more interactivity with brands and people. Okay, yeah. super cool. And how's the journey been so far? It's been great. I didn't think I would start a business, being my first business actually, um, this soon, which I, but I plan to be, become an entrepreneur because I've, I'm, I've, I'm raised in a family whereby everyone is into business, right? right. So it, became, it, it was natural to me. So being in the field is a different game because I, am from, I went to a business school. But what I learned in business school in the field is completely different. Sure. So I'm able to have hands-on experience, but I wouldn't have been able to have this if I didn't work for sure. a company. Sure. So right after uni, I joined a, a FTSE 100 bank called Lloyds Bank in the UK, the yeah. group itself. So this allowed me to really understand how operations work because I, uh, I found a digital transformation mission when I was working with Lloyds Bank for sure. that period of six months. Sure. So it made me really understand where business of the future is heading. Okay. So that's the mindset that working for someone um, offered me to be able to bring in, bring in these ideas and starting up my own business in the Gambia, helping businesses go to the future using technology. Super cool, my man. Yeah. And um, what would you say, like, what was your first impressions of the Senegalese market and the things you've learned here about it? So Gambia being Anglophone, I'm going to go back to that. I didn't really think that you could tap into the Senegalese market. Because sure. at the end of the day, they're all businesses. Yeah. They need services. Yeah, they need the same thing. So regardless, all you have to do is being able to build an adaptable business so that you can adapt that business model into another market. Being mm. able to scale. That was very important to me to learn. So now going back home, I'm going to start looking at my business in a long-term perspective on what we want to do, where we want to go in a deeper manner that will allow us to tap into the Senegalese market as well. And what would you say to other founders who hadn't taken this market seriously? I think, um, to Gambians, you mean? Anyone. Anyone, right? So, people underestimate the power of network. Sure. Right? So, for us, we weren't really looking to raise money today. What we wanted was the network. Sure. Today and yesterday, the, in the Africa Arena 2021 in Dakar, I had the opportunity to meet with potential investors who might be interested in investing in my business mm -hmm. at some point when we grow much bigger and have better traction to grow into the francophone market across West Africa and other um, anglophone countries. And was there a fear like leading into this, like playing in a new space, coming to raise money, doing something that you weren't used to doing? Yes, yes. Um, because when you take someone's money, it's no longer your business. I'm a sole founder right now, so sure. I have no one to report to. Sure. So understanding other, in, other entrepreneurs were telling me about their investors, now I understand that you cannot just take any investor as well. Mm. You have to pick the investor that's good for you and your mm. business. Mm. And what kind of investor are you? What, what, what do you think are the great investors for your business? A great investor 
in my perspective, have, has to have a really great network. Sure. Right? Especially across Africa, in the African market that we're interested in. And someone who's really going to tell us what someone, uh, someone else wouldn't. Sure. Right? To push us to grow. Right? For like, for example, I have a business advisor, um, and she advises us to really follow uh, the metrics of some of our business part of our business model that drive revenue yeah so now we actually have a projection using the metrics and some of the basic unit unit um, economics that allow us to really track our growth now we understand that we don't really have that okay. but now we understand that one thing that drives revenue and so that's the main focus so when you get when you get the funding what do you what what can we look forward to Arpus media so currently what we are doing is investing in cities that's okay. what we want to do okay. uh, by partnering with councils to yep. make cities green clean and smart fuse it with advertisement to make it more sustainable because councils can't afford solutions like these sure as businesses we can come up with solutions that complement how the city looks like the beauty this is very important. That allows people from outside to view the country in a different way. For example, mm. if we had to have 10,000 smart signages across Gambia, all of a sudden you could probably see BBC say that, okay, Gambia is now a smart city. And that's a good thing because everywhere you go, you'll have access to Wi-Fi. Sure. That will attract a lot of people from outside to look at Gambia as a market to go into because there might be an enabling environment for business to grow. So that's how I see it. So this is where we want to head across West Africa, mainly, to make cities clean, green, and smart, smart using advertising technology that allows business to measure yeah. their campaigns yeah. and also run it through innovative mediums that are impact-driven. Okay. Yeah. And what would you say to other, other Gambian uh, founders or future founders that are maybe like, they have an idea, but they're a little bit fearful and they're like, ah, do I pull the trigger, don't I pull the trigger? Yeah. You know, um, somebody who's kind of doing the journey, what would you say to them? I think being, living in a small country, you tend to think small a little bit. Sure. Right? Of so course. now I'm thinking, I'm, I'm over the moon right now. My head is up there. Yeah. I'm no longer thinking, okay, I just want to, just make little money and just, you know, drive a nice Range Rover and just, you know, yeah. uh, retire. Now yeah. I'm thinking, oh, I want to build a generational business. Nice. Something that other advertising companies could come and we merge across West Africa. Because sure. we probably already know and have a lot of data about West Africa in terms of advertising. Okay. Right now, there's no big player in West Africa operating in all countries. Right. We want to be that first startup to collect the most data in the public, in cities and in, in the public. That's what our aim is. Collect, the, be, become the advertising agency with the most data about the public. Right, and are you doing that all tactically, like with people, or are you, or are you using? So we plan to use a, a sensor yeah. that would track the movement of people. Okay. Um, and also it allows us to understand the, con con the customer movement across cities. So this allows us to target campaigns based on that type of user and better advise uh, marketing managers to know where they really need to focus. But surely that data could be used across many verticals, not yes. just marketing. It could allow us to build better products, yeah. for example. Yeah. We understand there's a GDPR rule that we all need to follow now. We're not 
basically just going to take the data and just export it to another company sure. and just sell it. We want to use the data to build better systems to allow businesses to thrive nice. and use their marketing budget wisely, especially marketing managers who get, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I, I work in the space. I know exactly yeah, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. It's a very much, a, there, there's very little... Uh, Strategy is not often built on deep insights that are backed up by data. Yes, you know it's yes. a little bit of a especially in the in a in a in a continent whereby there's just loose data. There's no organized or clean data. Okay, we want to collect clean data nice. that we can use to help businesses thrive in their industries. I'm excited about what you guys are doing, my man. I look Appreciate forward to seeing it. your journey. Do you want any final thoughts before we sign off? I would like to tell everyone listening to this, if yeah. you're interested to know more about our growth, yeah. just search Artboost on Google. Yeah. You will see us ranking number one. Nice. Artboost Media and Analytics. Artboost. Yeah, Artboost. Artboost, okay. O-U-T-B-O-O-S-T, yeah. Gambia. You will see us. Nice. Yeah. My brother, good luck on your journey, man. Thank I'm you excited for you guys. It, man. We'll see you guys soon. And we'll look, check base in six months, a year, and yeah. see where you're at. Yeah, yeah. Thank okay. you. Good luck, Appreciate brother. It. Ciao. All right. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that interview. Remember, there are many, many more from the West African summits. We've cut them into micro episodes just for you to consume in small doses whenever you have the time or the headspace. And uh, trust me, guys, there's some really, really great interviews in that series. So be sure to check them out. And if you have any questions or any queries or any suggestions, drop me an email, patrick at africarena.com. Otherwise, we'll chat to you soon. Till next time. Cheers.